in an attempt to get through all of this footage as quickly as possible, I have begun watching them play Final Fantasy during all other activities, such as preparing and eating meals. I find myself listening to them ruminate about the jerky boys and prank phone calls for hours as I prepare myself a delicious cheeseburger. And just as I sit down to enjoy it, they relate a story about a boy eating trash in the streets of Bangladesh as one of the jerky boys looks on. I think about my own previous works and wonder if maybe I am simply disparaging two amateurs who are budding into professionals as the image strikes me so deeply. But then they move on and continue talking about the jerky boys with not so much as a glance at the profundity of the image in front of them and how it may relate to themselves playing Final Fantasy in Los Angeles, a city with a homeless population that has grown so out of control that the world news cannot help but speak about it. Sometimes I feel like that boy on the streets, looking up and seeing the pitying eyes of Jeff and Ryan staring back as I eat the garbage out of their trash can. I finish my cheeseburger and lie down on my couch, sick to my stomach, maybe from the burger, maybe from the cheese, maybe from Final Fantasy, and let my consciousness drift off. Where are the rice ads? Yeah, that's what I was going to say. It should just be rice. It's really good. <laughs> Today's auction is over. Fuck you. Welcome to No One Can Know About This, a podcast where we play every Final Fantasy. I'm Jeff Ekman. And I'm Ryan Kazmiski. And here we go. Season 3, Episode 9. Uh, yeah, this it is. It's episode, I, fe- I would feel like at this point I have to just repeat and say it's episode nine. I know. Well, that's the routine now. Mm-hmm. This is one that I think a lot of people have been waiting for, I, including yeah. me. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you don't know what this is, I don't think saying this is the Opera House episode will be a spoiler. If you yeah. do know what it is, you understand. Exactly. So this is the Opera House episode. Where we left off, we finally got the clock puzzle finished. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We got the chainsaw. We're heading out of Zozo. Mm-hmm. We've got Magisite. Lots been happening. Yeah, and we got to find a way to get to the Empire's Magisite research facility. That's exactly. Like the, that's like the goal. But but first, we're going to the opera, I guess. Well, that's part of the plan of how to get to the Empire. You're right. It'll it'll be it'll revealed. Be, it'll be all it'll, be revealed. It'll make sense-ish. <laughs> as as with all Final Fantasies, it, it'll, it'll make sense. It'll make enough sense for you to be emotionally invested. Yes. So without any further ado, let's do it. <laughs> chainsaw. It doesn't really look like a chainsaw. It looks like a circular saw. I started to research the history of the chainsaw and was very quickly like, "There's nothing." <laughs> <laughs> you were like, it was invented, it works. I don't know. Like, well, because like, 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 before there were two-man saws, and you had to have a two-man, but then this like basically made it so that the two-man thing was happening on one man. Yeah. That's... Like, the engine came, <laughs> and we used it for nobody this. Needs, nobody needs to hear about this. <laughs> you know. Maybe this guy in this big this house thing. can help us now. Owser? Oh, there's another guy here. Oh. 
So we head back to the rich part of town and decide to check out like the big Art Owser's house again. Yeah, see where if there's something different. There's this empresario in here, mm-hmm. which I am going to ask you, Jeff, because we've run into an empresario on a train. Mm, a ghost train. And now there's the empresario here who is, he's like the con- the head of the opera. Uh-huh. What is an empresario? Do you know? Let me look it up right now. Okay. <laughs> A person who organizes and often finances concerts, plays, or operas. So why was there an impresario on the train? Anyway, he whatever. He was organizing <laughs> the, the concert train. of death. Yeah. I, yeah you he, must somebody right. has to organize all that shit and keep all the timetables that they don't need anymore in their heads. That's true. Anyway. He's here, though, in Owser's house, and he's like, Celeste, you look just like Maria, the opera singer, mm-hmm. which we heard a little bit about before. Yeah, but now that comes into play. Yeah, now we get a little cutscene. They're like, oh, my God, you look just like her. Maria? Oh. Oh, oh, oh. Are you talking to me, Celeste? She wow. looks like that. You could pass for Maria. In a heartbeat. <laughs> oh boy. Now I really am in trouble. <laughs> You're the spitting image of Maria, huh? Haven't heard of her? She's a famous opera singer. There's too much. Oh, there, he, that guy dropped a letter as he ran away. So we find the guy's letter and like the master of the house, which I guess is like the head butler. Here's the thing is this is Owser's house right. and we're not going to meet Owser until much, much later in the right, game. Right. So, so this is his staff. This has got to be his staff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The master comes and tells us about the impresario. Yeah. He's the director of the operas here. Everyone just calls him impresario. Oh. He's been in a tizzy ever since that letter arrived. Oh, let me just take a look here. My dear Maria... I want you for my wife. Whoa. I'm coming for you. The wandering the, gambler? Signed the wandering gambler. <laughs> oh my god. In this letter, apparently a kidnapper is making his intentions known. <laughs> yeah. He's that he's that brazen about and his confident. plot. Yeah, that he's gonna send a letter first and be like, just so you know, <laughs> I'm coming for you. And I will be coming for you at this time and date. Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess this is like the, the downside of living in a part of town that's so nice i guess there must be no police or anything there's no way to prevent this from happening the empresario is just like oh my god it's gonna happen and there's nothing i can do about it (laughs) yeah it is a fucked up type of blackmail letter for a character that is a playable lovable guy yeah What what kind of a stalker ass message? Wandering, what's his name? Gambler. Whoa. Was airship? So after introducing the idea of a character in the most horrifying way, it cuts to an airship and the introduction of Setzer. Yeah, and it's probably like the most glorious introduction that any character gets in the game. Yeah. He's like standing on the bow of the ship flying through the sky. It's glorious. <laughs> a blackjack playing world traveling casino dwelling free spirit. I love him instantly. Setzer. Setzer. Setzer, the blackjack playing free spirited casino dwelling gambler? Within. On an airship. That's Setzer, owner of the world's only airship. <laughs> They're like, there's only one. There's only one Fuck in that, this game. There's just one. Fuck that eight different airships <laughs> bullshit. There's only one, and there could only be one. If we could get that airship, we'd make it to the Empire in no time. <laughs> Let's set up a meeting with this Setzer. Do we get to go have a, a seat in a casino like all of the coolest movies of 2018? Or 2017, whatever, whatever that movie. Fuck it. Uh, 
So we head down south to the opera house mm -hmm. to meet up with the impresario. I read that letter. Sensor's coming to steal her. He'll probably appear right at the climax of scene one. He loves an entrance. <laughs> right. If we could only grab him then, dear me, no. You'll ruin the performance. So we formulate a plan to get in touch with Setzer. It's quite a plan <laughs> quite a that plan. we come up with. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we'll use Celeste as a decoy. After she's abducted, I'll follow him right to his airship. Rolling around like, is this an idea? Are you mad if someone something should happen to Maria? That's, that's why the decoy will hide Maria somewhere safe. So one weird thing about any plot involving like duplicate people, I don't know how else to put it, but like well, there, there's, there's Maria and there's then there's, there's Celeste and they yeah, look the same. I know, but can you imagine it, like we never meet Maria, the other person who looks just like Celeste. That's a good point. It'd be like if you watched The Parent Trap, except there was just one <laughs> Lindsay Lohan and like somebody just assured her that she looked just like this other girl. Yeah, that, yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> it's like the Mary Kate and Ashley switch movies mm -hmm. that they were doing. But if for there a was just while. one, and everyone was like, "Trust me, you look just like the other person," and they switched, but you never saw the other side. <laughs> That's exactly what this is. <laughs> the decoy will be our close friend. We're gonna put her in. Danger. We're volunteering her for this. <laughs> now, just a minute. She's not on board for the idea. This I remember this part very well because this part is amazing. <laughs> Wait, Wait I'm, I'm a general, not some opera floozy. You can be anything you want, Celeste. Yes, yeah, Celeste, you can be anything you want. An opera floozy, whatever you want. Anything. But really, we need you to be an opera floozy that, right now. Right? Later, you can be something else again. <laughs> me, me, do re, me, fa. <laughs> I can't say. Mari, Haley, come here. He's laughing his ass off. Not bad, not bad, Celeste. Yeah. And as we're ready to go in, an old friend shows up. Mm-hmm. Wow. Ultros is here? Oh, yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? I'll is pretend he... to be Setzer and foil their little plan. Wait, wait. Did the octopus overhear us in the lobby of an opera, and now he's going to foil our plan? Yes. Yes, he's going to play the part of Setzer. There's a painting of him in that other I building. know. Maybe there's a painting because Ultros loves the opera. What? And they, I don't know. That's just what Is I'm Ultros like a, like a, a card-carrying member? Like he goes every weekend? I don't know. That guy's a painting of him in his house. This is amazing. An octopus overheard us. I just remember this whole part. You suddenly, you're like, we're in like the comedy opera episode. Like, <laughs> like the weird plot that unfolds that just like, that just like happens. Okay. Let's watch this unfold. He threw a letter. Okay. Celeste, it's showtime. So we're going to fall for... Doc, come on, read it. <laughs> <laughs> That's like one of my favorite jokes in the entire game. Yeah, I was going to say, this is worth noting because what happens is Ultros has like a letter he wants us to see, like right. to stumble upon, and he like throws it right behind us and we walk away without looking at it. <laughs> and, and he's he has, like, ah. He has the line, <laughs> da. 
Yeah. Like, come on. <laughs> and I think it's perfect. It's so worth noting because it is one of the only jokes that like really like hits. Yes. Like the it, it's it has timing. It's yeah. not just about reading it. Like you see <laughs> yeah. the letter fall on the ground. There's c- visual comedy. Yeah. It's it's really a nice moment. It's great. <laughs> Well, I also just love, like, Ultros, we're going to recognize him. I know. He's, his plan he's going, is bad. Now we go to another one of the great pieces of artwork that's in this game, which is the opera itself and the orchestra and mm-hmm. its stage. And it's just so well drawn. You can almost, like, feel the Super Nintendo creaking as this happens. <laughs> like, it's... There's several different depths, like planes of field mm-hmm. that like move separate from each other. But it's one h- of the limitations of it is like there's only two images that it's flipping back and forth between. So it's the effect of the conductor with his arm up and then the conductor with his arm down. Mm-hmm. And it's just flipping back and forth at such a speed that it just looks like he's jamming the fuck out. Also, like the people in this audience and this conductor do not resemble any other type of person you see anywhere else in the game. It's completely... <laughs> <laughs> unique to this place, and it's awesome. Whoa, look at these guys playing their fucking hearts out. Yeah. A bunch of little Van Goghs. This is quite the opera house. Just a bunch of little Van Goghs. They do look like that, right? Yeah. The West and East. Uh-oh. We're waging war. Uh-huh. And then the War of the Magi came, and... Draco, the West's great hero. Uh-huh. Thinks of his love, Maria. Is she safe? Is she waiting? Chocobos? This play has chocobos in it? Yes, production value is insane at this opera. You know what I would love? Oh, shit. (laughs) Oh, Maria. Oh, Maria. I'm just gonna... Please... Hear my voice. <laughs> Is this in Italian? Is he singing? Yeah. What? How, how I long to be with you. This is so unbelievably epic to me. <laughs> this is huge. Nobody's in these back on the balcony seats but us. Yeah, we're just sitting back here. I'm going to the dressing room. Is everything Dude, okay? This is amazing. Sabine is like, what? Where are we? <laughs> What's happening? What is this place? Why would this place exist? I want to point out how much I'm just blown away by like we're on a balcony overlooking this whole amazing scene. Mm-hmm. The balcony is like wrapping around in the way that like a theater would. As yeah. you you can hear, I'm loving it. This is unbelievably cool. <laughs> and I mean, even though it's like you know graphics from a different era, the like the presentation of it in conjunction with the music and everything, like really, it works. Really works. Mm-hmm. This location, the, the fact that we're we've gone to here, and this is a play- thing in this game, like we have officially. 1,000% arrived with Final Fantasy. Yeah. Like, being like a giant, epic journey that takes you to unexpected places that are unique and cool and adorable. Off limits. Please turn around. Fuck do I get to the dressing room? Left side. Oh, oh here we go. So much theater. 
Was it not? Oh, it's like up here. Oh, right. So as Locke, we go and find Celeste to see how she's doing. You know, does she have any nerves before her big performance? And what do you know? She looks just like Maria. Does resemblance is uncanny. I can barely tell it's her. <laughs> it's impossible uh, yeah. for you to tell it's her. Oh, is... Red face. Ay, ay, ay. Is that you? The most beautiful Maria who looks exactly like Locke. somebody who I've been hanging out with. Why did you help me escape back there? Also of note here is like in this scene, they've been building it before. I don't think we've really been tracking it, but there is like a relationship between Locke and Celeste. Yes. Because he was the one that went and saved her originally. Mm -hmm. And she was like, I can't walk. And he was like, yes, you can. And then she did. Yeah. And so here in this opera sequence, we get some like real thematic and practical building of that relationship. It's exactly. it's pretty cool. I once abandoned someone when she needed me. Her name yeah, was Yeah, we saw. It was fucked up, dude. Really what fucked you, up. What you did. <laughs> <laughs> Somewhere inside you, you were saving her, weren't you? I gotta make up for my past in my present. That ribbon suits you. Oh, I hope it's the ribbon. On with the show. This is a big scene in which Maria senses that something's happened to Draco. This does seem like it's a big scene. You better check the score one last time. So we check the score, which mm -hmm. is telling you what the speech is that you're going to need to know. You know, the lyrics. Yeah, the, she's checking over the lyric sheet again mm -hmm. to make sure she's memorized her part for the show. Scene one. Oh, oh my what? hero. <laughs> you want to do it? Uh, sure. So far away now. Will I ever see your smile? Love goes away like night into day. Just a fading dream. I'm the darkness, you're the stars, our love is brighter than the sun, for eternity for me there can be, only you my chosen one. The lyric sheet is very long. <laughs> Must I forget you, my solemn promise, will autumn take the place of spring, what shall I do, I'm lost without you, speak to me once more. Jesus. Here you pick up the flowers, Holy climb shit. the stairs to the balcony high atop the castle, raise the flowers to the stars. Hurry, you just have moments before scene two starts. <laughs> scene two. That's a note from the impresario. Okay, so... Should we read it one more no, time? No, we don't need no, to read it okay. again. But I think that that's important information. Because you're going to... Are you going to now <laughs> go perform that? Because I know you got to go up the stairs with the flowers. And you're going to have to hurry because then scene two is going to start. So let me just paint you a picture of what the stage looks like, because like you don't walk out onto a stage, you walk out onto a set that's like four stories tall, Right. that's like a castle rampart against a huge backdrop of like a sky. I don't even know that it counts as a stage. Like, like this looks, if you were to just walk in during this scene, you'd be like, oh, weird castle. There's a castle inside of this opera house. Well, you wouldn't even know that you were in an opera house. No, it's you would because you would be looking at the front of this would be all opera house with like the gold lining. No, I'm saying the... if somebody walked into the room when we were playing the game. Oh, okay. Like I thought you meant room. in no, the world no, no. of the of game. I was like, of course you would know you're no, in an I'm opera saying house. If you were to look at it right now from here, <laughs> yeah, no, it does. Like, it just wait. looks like a castle. Yeah, but yeah, so you get the idea that like this opera is operating on a level of like. Cirque du Soleil, or like the <laughs> highest budget Broadway show. Exactly. Like, it's like totally crazy. <laughs> the forces of the West fell, and Maria's castle was taken. Prince Ralph of the East <laughs> took her hand by force, but she never stopped yearning for Draco. Yearning for Draco. The next line is... Oh, fuck. <laughs> oh, my hero. Oh, my hero. <laughs> what the fuck? 
<laughs> oh, my heroes are far away now. Will I ever what the, see your smile? We're like at the top of a... We're not on a stage anymore. Love goes away like night into day. <laughs> it's just a fading dream. I wish I or I'm the darkness. I wish I, right? I, I, I didn't choose in time. Okay. I wish I, uh... Oh, shit. <laughs> We gotta start start the scene over. So basically, it kicks you out of the opera house, and you wake up like, oh fuck, and you walk back in, and the impresario is ready to hear you out. Yeah, to make that clear, we fucked up the opera. We fucked it up. We didn't remember our lines. Mm -hmm. It all went bad, <laughs> and now we're like talking to the impresario, like, please. Yeah, and he's like, you got three more chances. But the funniest thing about this to me is Setzer was like, I'm gonna come kidnap you today, and we messed it up, and he was like, nah, maybe when you get it right, maybe like, because I because right. he like wants it to be dramatic. And You're shit, totally. So right like, about that <laughs> i didn't even realize what the fuck he's so predictable the, the empresario was like i know exactly when he's gonna show up it's gonna be this moment in the play because that would be the most dramatic possible time yeah. to come steal her and we never got to the moment so he was like shit gotta, gotta come buy another ticket <laughs> three more chances yesterday's performance was terrible I will give you three more chances <laughs> yeah. to fuck up this entire thing. So we start again. Uh-huh. Go down to the dressing room. I don't think it's a situation of three more chances. He's like, I literally can't get anybody in to cover you for you for the next week. Which means you keep your job, but just know <laughs> you fuck this. And if I can get somebody to cover for you for the last minute, you're gone. You better check the score one last time. Okay. Oh my hero, so far away. So it starts with Oh my hero, where will I ever leave your smile? Fading dream. I'm, I'm the, the darkness, darkness, you're the stars. Our love, love is brighter better. than the sun for eternity. For me, there can be. be. Only, Only you, my chosen one. My chosen one. Must I forget you? Our solemn promise. Pick up the flowers, climb the stairs. Okay. 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 Alright, 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 alright. I already forgot all of it. Yeah, me too. <laughs> It'll come back to me. Oh man, there's a great documentary my brother made about me when I was doing stand-up in high school. Hold on, hold on. Yeah, I'll have to tell you the story. <laughs> okay, so real quick, the documentary that he made about Yeah, now me. is the time. Alright, fucking goddammit. Because this is so embarrassing for me that I literally haven't seen it in ten years, and the thought of seeing it embarrasses me. I haven't even heard about it, which I can't believe, so it must really... You must have buried that one yeah, deep. Yeah, I don't talk about this one and my brother loves to so when he was in college and i was in high school i was doing stand-up comedy mm -hmm. around that time i think the movie comedian came out which is about jerry seinfeld and an up-and-coming comedian orny adams uh mm -hmm. who stinks but for a bunch of reasons he comes across that way in the movie anyway he's in film school in college and he's got to make a documentary he gets the idea of like my little brother is doing stand-up while he's in high school i could follow him when he goes and does a set at like in boston because i used mm -hmm. to have to drive down I lived in New Hampshire, but there were no clubs that had open mics, so mm -hmm. I would have to drive down to Boston, perform there at Dick Doherty's Beantown Vault, <laughs> which used to be a bank vault, and now it's a comedy club. Anyway, I had this new bit that I was going to do that night, mm -hmm. that the whole movie is tracking me writing the bit, and then rehearsing the bit, and then eventually to the performance. Oh my god, I have to see this. And the bit is really dumb and really complicated. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. I have to remember a lot of parts. <laughs> oh my god, now I'm realizing... 
I'm going to have to get some audio from that documentary definitely, and drop that definitely. in here. Definitely. Absolutely. For certain. man. Yeah. Shit. For about a week, I really wanted to be a doctor. I learned a lot about being a doctor. And then I realized I would have to go through medical school in order to do that. I hate that I'm like, my philosophy is turn into what, the pain. What is, what is the bit? Okay, well, the bit is based on board games. And I don't even remember that there's like a real premise to it other than like how weird it would be to ha- for board games realities to be in real life. And uh-huh. there was like, and I wound up being a list where it's like, you don't see a Navy guy yelling out, you sunk my battleship. And he doesn't yell, sorry. And like, there was like a list of, I can't remember them all well, now. Well, you're going to have to because we're gonna have to track down that we're gonna have to track it's not gonna be that hard to track down dan has it he has it and he would include it in a second this is the board game thing yeah this is the board game thing he had to have an operation then he was afraid that the police were on to him because he had accidentally left a card behind that said it was colonel mustard with the candlestick in the drawing room then he took a risk then he took a risk and he attacked baltic all right that's that (laughs) Then, then he said sorry okay all right that's it I'm done. Then he looked happily ever in candy land. All right, that's not, that's it. I'm done. Parcheesi. All right, that, that's the last one that I got. I just wanted to say Parcheesi. Oh my god. But here's the real thing is like a big chunk of it is driving down to Boston and I don't have it yet. Like I don't have it in my head. I have it written out. Mm-hmm. And I know what the bit is, but I can't like recite it, and it requires this like quick recitation. Mm-hmm. Then connect the four and send them out. And then uh, there's the yeah. other stuff. See, I know what the next thing is, but I gotta say it fast. And we get down, and I finally get on stage, and it's time to do the bit. And as I start to do it, I realize I don't have it at all, and I bail on the bit. And you don't hear about a guy stuck in jail because he killed Colonel Mustard in the uh, in the study with the candlestick, trying to roll doubles because we can get out. And you don't hear about a Navy guy, you know, saying stuff like, uh, well, I'm doing great. <laughs> And then the set just nosedives from there. Oh. Because I think at the end at the end of the set, there was a guy, oh God, this is so brutal, man. I was 16 years old and it still hurts so bad. Like I'm like, that's a different person, and yet this one hurts. Yeah. Somebody didn't know that there was a comedy show going on downstairs and came down the stairs yelling, piss all over the fucking place. <laughs> piss all over the fucking place. What? And I, like, am in the middle of the climactic bit that was, like, my closer that was about the time where I shit my pants right in front of the toilet. I mean, it sounds like a strong closer. It's it was a big it was a big applause break, mm-hmm. and I just yell out in the most like comedian who doesn't know how to handle a situation. I, I say something like, "Thank you very much." <laughs> Ruined my joke. <laughs> The whole set, like, and I had, like, didn't ever finish that bit. Like, that just doesn't happen on it. And my brother is there as the documentarian. And he's 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 going, this is the best thing I've ever done. (laughs) My movie is made. Yeah. I thought I did handle it pretty well, though. You handled it quite well. And, uh, and, you know, you made it from, you know, formidable effort and then, you know, understandably jump shit. So uh, that's that story. Man, I feel like Mark Marin. <laughs> <laughs> so tell me, when you get out there, how are you starting? Are you going down to clubs? Like, where do you go? Like, 
You know, open mic, so you know somebody oh, who works God. a door somewhere. What's I think the... he knows the Beantown Vault. <laughs> it's a great name for a comedy club. It is. What is a Bean? What's Beantown? Beantown is a term for Boston. That's like a uh, slang term for Boston. Oh man, like, you know the Big Apple? Yeah, 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 yeah. I had, I had no idea. Beantown. There's a lot of mysteries about the East Coast to me. That's I why I think, yeah. I think the parody Bostonian improv team that the UCB guys would do at the Del Close Marathon every year. The, the whole bit was that they were from Boston and they mm-hmm. were doing improv comedy, and they were like, "We're funny beans." We're here. Uh, oh, we need a one-word suggestion. Okay. <laughs> we'll uh, we'll make the documentary available for anybody who's a Patreon subscriber. Mm-hmm. And also, we recorded me, Ryan, and my brother watching this for the first time in 10 years, and we're going to make that available in the early access feed. Yeah, we've made kind of like a mini-sode about us watching Jeff's embarrassing childhood. Yeah, so go check that out. <laughs> well, anyway, uh, we're about to go return to try to, to attempt to recite our own performance again. Yeah, the second the time on the opera. Second time around at the opera. Here we go. The forces of the West fell. Maria's castle was taken. Prince Ross. Ross. Oh, my hero. I mean, talk about puppet theater. Yeah, exactly, right? Amazing puppet theater. Truly amazing puppet theater. <laughs> so far away now. Like, what I love about this is, like, she opens Hold her on. mouth to say these specific <laughs> words, and she's like, Oh, wah, wah, oh, wah. <laughs> Wah, 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 wah. I'm the darkness. Yeah, I'm the darkness. You're the stars. <laughs> Together we're space or whatever. You're the stars. Oh, we're, we've reached hold the on, second on, part of the balcony. Brighter than the sun. I don't, I don't, I don't. I'm nervous. <laughs> For me there can be only you, my chosen one. Uh, Yes, thank you. I was like, fuck. <laughs> I, I've got that speech in my head. No, that was wrong. No, it wasn't Prince Ross? Shit! <laughs> God damn it! I was really old, like, I got it. I had the confidence of the hubris to think that I was even right after it. I've learned nothing. Like, this is literally what happened to me back in that documentary, and yet it's happening again, and I'm doing the exact same mistake. <laughs> Anyway, we got two more chances. That's what he says. Two more chances at the opera. This guy is going to be pissed. (laughs) You have two more chances. He doesn't even, he's not even mad. He's just like, you have two more chances. You have two more shots. Okay. Oh, my hero. So far away now. Will I ever see your smile? Love goes away like night into day. It's just a fading dream. In, I'm the darkness. That one's important. I'm the darkness. Oh, my hero. I'm the darkness. Only you, not Prince... Not Rouse. Not, yeah. What shall I do? I'm lost without you. Speak to me once more. I gotta give him credit for not making it easy. Like, it's a difficult piece of... Oh, my hero. Like, you know how it's sung. I'm the darkness. Oh, I'm the darkness! The stars. the stars. Like, this part is just sung super they slow. Hit each beat of the words. For eternity, she's missed congeniality. Must I? Yeah, must, must I, I forget you? you? Solemn promise. Will autumn turn to spring? Take the, take place, the place of spring. spring. It's taking the place of summer, really, but let's not get technical. What shall I do? lost without you. Here you pick up the flowers. 
Where are the flowers? Where, where are the flowers? Where are the flowers? Who's this guy? Romeo? Gotta pick up the flowers. Get where the are they? Stairs. Go. Does he have them? This is oh a God, gigantic stage. Right. Yeah, it's insane. He's become flowers. Yeah, pick okay. up the flowers. He has become stuff. flowers. Uh, yeah, hurry. Stairs. Hurry. Scene two starting. Okay, I think I gotta walk to here. Yeah, yes. <laughs> hold him up to the stars. We must part now. My, my life goes, goes on. on. But my heart won't give you up. <laughs> I'm gonna throw the flowers. There I walk away. I won't age a day. I'll wait. For you. Always. Locke must be just bawling his eyes yeah. out. <laughs> like, it's just too much. She's, like, singing to the Draco that's not there that, like, she's going to wait for him and not age a day, which kind of comes out of nowhere and is, like, written in, like, almost just to, like, hurt Locke. Like, he's sitting there thinking about the girl that he left in, like, suspended animation in a basement who's just going to wait for him forever until he finds a treasure that he's heard might be out there that might bring her back. It's a weird line to have in the opera. It is, yeah. Leave the past behind. Our kingdom is adopting the spirit of the evil. We we managed to get it right this time. We finally get it, and the uh, the opera continues. Dude, this <laughs> there's a whole opera. Like, I know. I'm so in love with this. Well done, Celeste, Celis, Celis, Cecil, Cecil. Oh, letter from Ultron. I owe you one, so I'm gonna jam up your opera. <laughs> Uh-oh. Better tell the impresario. I did read that as, I'm gonna jam one right up your opera. <laughs> Must make quite a sound, jamming it up someone's opera. What? What? The survivors of the West attack. Impossible, says Ralph. Yeah. <laughs> the dolls are being the dolls jammed are being together jammed like together. shampoo <laughs> yeah. bottles by Adam Sandler. Wait! <laughs> Maria. Maria. <laughs> it's like, she's amazing. <laughs> she's an imposter. Wait, it's so long. I knew you'd come. Maria will finally have to become my queen. It's a duel. Oh, this is the original Hamilton. But how might he disrupt the opera? With that? So in the rafters above the stage is Ultros the Octopus. Mm -hmm. He's got a four-ton weight, and he's like, oh shit, it's going to take me exactly five minutes to push this off the ledge. Yeah, his big plan is crush him with weights. Like, his big plan is like a Looney Tunes Yeah, it's plan. an Acme weight. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Let's see if Maria can shrug this off. He's got a four-ton Acme weight. <laughs> yeah. Hey, over her head. <laughs> this is heavier than I thought. It took five minutes to drop it. What the? F no way. What? Wait. We have it a second to lose. No, you have five minutes to lose. Talk to the man in the room to the far right. He'll help you get up there. That's hilarious. Oh my god, this thing is so heavy. It's going to take five minutes to drop it. What? That doesn't make any fucking like sense. Like he's pushing it. But what? Yeah, I go over the, the edge of the plank. Asked me to have you push the far right switch. Enter the room to the far left of the stage, then make for the framework above the stage. God damn it. <laughs> this is hilarious. This is so funny. Oh, there's fights that are... Oh, oh, God. 
Sewer rat, what are you doing here in this perfect opera house? They can't, didn't get rid of the sewer rats? They didn't get rid of the sewer rats. This is an awesome background for this. Yeah. This is so great. <laughs> We're fighting about the opera. This is, I did not, really not expect this from this game. Yeah, this is this is like when we lost it, but I was like, don't, we're gonna have, it's gonna be so good. I knew that, I knew that. I'm still upset about like the conversation uh, yeah, that we yeah. lost. Uh, oh, there's more rats coming? Fuck you, rats. Why? With a minute and 40 seconds to spare, I made it to Ultros. Awesome. Phew, rats. Whoa, he's gonna push you over? Oh shit, now we're all on stage. We push Ultros off the rafters and fall off with them. Yeah, so we all like land on the stage, disrupting the opera. I mean, this is kind of funny. This is like one of those like, just keep it going kind of like <laughs> yeah. bits where like yeah, everyone's like, now the opera like... is this. <laughs> now the opera is a boss fight. That's yeah. just what happens now. Now keep it rolling. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I love that. Haley, what are we going to do? So it's, it's all of us and an octopus. Can you imagine if there was an opera on for, it was running for months it's or like something? One, it's like one of the ones that you know. Like yeah. The, what is it? The it's Carmen the only Miranda? opera happening near thing? your town. Yeah, it's this and opera. You, you've you seen it over and over again. It's the only thing to do. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And then you went like the third time. <laughs> and this time it's the same opera, same actors. And then it's just completely different. It, I would be blown away. I would. That would be the, one of those times where like you stand up and you furiously... Furiously. Yeah, I mean, now that, now that I oh think about God. it, that should be like a model for the theater. It's yeah. like, come back, because you never know. We might just change some shit. I think about that sometimes <laughs> where, like, that was the excitement of, of the old Tonight Show. Uh -huh. Like, my dad told stories about, like, somebody always had to be on what they called Rickles Watch every night in his dorm. <laughs> somebody had to be watching the Tonight Show in case Don Rickles showed up. And if he did, every, he would scream to everybody, and everybody would run down and, and be, be like, like, Rickles, oh, you know, oh my God, yeah. he's on. Yeah. Yeah. But somebody had to keep watch. Like, you gotta keep going to this opera. Yeah. You never know when there's gonna be an octopus boss fight. I mean, I just want to submit that if they ever make, like, a Final Fantasy musical, that mm -hmm. they have to make it so that, like, 5 or 10% of the time, something different happens yeah, in the musical. that would be awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Disaster. If the two heroes are flattened, the opera's over. Then who will win the girl? Probably the octopus. I, Locke, the world's premier adventurer, will save her. <laughs> Silence. Wait, what was our Ultras voice? Oh, yeah. Silence! <laughs> you are in the presence of Octopus Royalty! I alone were and thought like you could never defeat me! <laughs> hmm. Might as well make the most of this. Music! <laughs> <laughs> God, it's so fun to do that. And it's fun to listen to, too, Jeff. <laughs> I'll never get tired of, of hearing that voice uh -huh. over and over and over again for I, hours. I get it. <laughs> Chainsaw. Yeah, it is like a circular saw. Adios. He's had enough. Got two gold pieces. <laughs> I, dropped, I dropped my two cents. I hope you like them. What a performance. It was... Yeah. Mm, what a performance! Oh, no, the <laughs> what a performance! Yes! Yes! Setzer! Mm, I'm a man of my oh, word! Music man! I think you should do this. Fuck yes. <laughs> we can both take it. That's yep. him? 
What a re- reversal. Thinking she's Locke's new queen, Maria is instead nabbed by Setzer. Why did we make this plan? Not to say that this is the best, most sensible plan. Uh-huh. Because, I mean, there's got to be another way to talk to Setzer. There's got to be another but... way to get in touch with Setzer. <laughs> but, you Just... know, we also helped out the Empresario. Maria didn't get kidnapped. You're you right. Know, we have prevented Wait, That some... just seems like low priority in this scenario. It does. The show does must go on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what fate lies in store for her? Stay tuned for part two. Is this intermission on the game? In a way? Kind of, yeah. Really? I think so. Get ready for act two of the game. <laughs> I love the way that guy is conducting shit because he's like, fucking ranting out, raging out. I'll deal with you in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> with musical guest. The opera. The opera. <laughs> <laughs> So our plan works, and we follow Setzer onto his airship Right. somehow. I love that his plan was, I'm going to make the opera real. Yeah. <laughs> this character's going to be kidnapped, but then it's the actress is going to be kidnapped. He's oh. just a very like dramatic, bold, washed-up gambler. Yeah. <laughs> Like, but I what, don't know. Does he do much else at all? Well, we see, like, his past. But do we? does he have anything in his present or future? Um... No. No, he has, like, nothing to live for. (laughs) Anyway, we're on the airship now, talking to Setzer. How did they get... uh, Did we jump up? What happened there? I think we, like, used the opportunity of the ship coming to get her to, like, jump onto the ship somehow and, like, sneak our way in. Gotcha. Okay. What a performance. But this is the tough one. Part two begins now. See, it's it's meta. Mm Mm-hmm. It's brilliant because it's meta. Yeah. Where's Setzer? Who are you? <laughs> You're not Maria. No, that's not, no. I, it'll take me a bit to get it. Setzer, we need your help. We have to go to Vector. We need the ship to get there. If you're not on board, Maria, I don't want you on board. We were told your ship is the finest vessel in the world. And that you were wor- the world's most notorious gambler. Uh, I'm the king of... <laughs> uh, I'm the king of, of Figaro. If you cooperate, you'll be well rewarded. Don't misunderstand me. I'm still not sure if I'm going to help you. <laughs> Man, this is unbearable. The, yeah, I'm sorry, guys. But you know what? When you, when you just try and stuff out... Yeah, you don't know <laughs> what you're going to find. Yeah. And one thing that I find on retrospect is that this voice wore thin fast, and it went nowhere. Yeah, well, the real problem is that there's no way to carry on a conversation in that voice. Well, there's a point at which you were like, we should change this voice, and I was like, yeah, we should. <laughs> and then I just didn't. God. It's the dumbest thing <laughs> in the world. Oh, he's got his own private blackjack table? That's fucking awesome. Phew! The Empire's made me a rich man! Stop thinking of yourself. Many towns and villages have been smashed by the Empire. You know who else only cares about money? Shadow. That's true. We all hate the Empire for the same reasons. That's why... You know, you're even more stunning than our host, Maria! (laughs) If Celis becomes my wife... 
Oh, help! She's like, we're getting married. We're getting married. (laughs) This is one of those weird things that can happen only in certain types of fantasy stories where there's a guy who is going to force somebody to marry him, and then he's a good guy. Well, to be fair to Setzer, Mm -hmm. we don't know the whole story. Maybe Maria is, like, totally into him. They've been pen-palling like, from afar. Like, they they all met at some fancy Empire-sponsored, like, uh-huh. ball or gambling night, and he was hitting on her, and he's like, I might just kidnap you away and steal you from my wife. <laughs> and she was like, and seriously, she was like, do that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it doesn't seem like that's what happened. <laughs> no. no. But yeah. anyway, he's insisting right now that it's like, all right, well, if Maria's not down, maybe Celeste is. Mm-hmm. And so I'll go along with your plan, but the price is you become my wife. But like all gamblers, he has one weakness, and that's gambling. That's gambling. (laughs) We'll decide with a coin toss. Another coin toss? Dude, how has this become a genuine thing in this game? Because it's like the brothers were like, coin toss. And then she went up to him, and she was like, do you have any ideas? And he's like, coin toss? She consulted Edgar about this, and he's like, coin tosses will never steer you wrong. It's always good. That's hilarious. That's amazing. I was estranged with my brother for like a decade. It was awesome. I'm just, I'm just... If it's heads... I'm just blown away by the fact that our own show has included some incredibly important life-changing choices on a coin toss con- conceptually. And, that, and now it's adding up to this. It's adding up to this? I didn't, I didn't know that. If it's heads, you'll help us. If it's tails, I'll go with you. Well, Mr. Gambler... Do you have the balls for this game? Oh ho! Fine, I accept! Celeste, you can't become his wife. You just can't. You're my proxy for my grief. I need you <laughs> to not be married to him right now. Ready? Ready? What happens here is they flip the coin and Celeste wins. It's worth pointing out that not only was Edgar consulted about the coin toss, but this is Edgar's coin. Right. This is specifically the coin that, as we've said before, decided the fate of a kingdom. Mm-hmm. I win. Now honor your part of the bargain. And Setzer walks up to it and picks it up, and it is a double-sided coin. Yep. How See, unusual! A coin with identical sides! We cheated. That coin! Oh my god! Big brother, don't tell me! Oh, holy shit! (laughs) Wait a minute, whoa! If you remember, I I mean, maybe I'll just give a brief rundown. Edgar and Sabine, back when their father died, Mm -hmm. the decision was, look, Sabine, you obviously want to go off and not have any responsibility. Right. Let me flip this coin. If it comes up heads, you can do that. And if it's tails, we'll do what dad wanted. Mm -hmm. And it came up heads. What do you know? Which means that from the beginning, Edgar was planning to just, like, take the kingdom so that his brother could go live his life. So Setzer picks up the coin and he's like, ha ha, you tricked me. And it's a double-sided coin. And Sabine looks at Edgar like, dude, what the fuck? Yeah. (laughs) What the fuck? Like, this is like an entire lifetime's worth of important shit just got like a Band-Aid ripped off or ripcord, whatever term you want to use. Mm -hmm. A parachute folded (laughs) up and then unfolded quickly inside of his brain. The moment of that coin flip is played as though Edgar is doing Sabine a favor. Right. 
But what's actually happening is Edgar is just grabbing all of the power he's for himself. He's stealing the kingdom. Yeah, he steals the kingdom. That's literally what he did. Yeah. The thing I really like about this is that this is like a twist in the story that isn't like the bad guy like reversing the fortunes of the heroes. This right. is like a, a interpersonal twist yes. about a thing that happened in the past. It's mm-hmm. like a it's a piece of storytelling that is good. Is good. <laughs> and I mean, at, I still don't see a lot of games that deliver with this kind with this kind of yeah. like. Uh, precision. Yeah, this is actually <laughs> very perfectly done, I think. Oh my god. <laughs> I think you've been hustled, Mr. Gambler. Oh my god. And you too, Sabine. <laughs> and you too, the people of Figaro. All of the people in the kingdom of Figaro. Ha! How low can you get? I love it. With John, I love it. <laughs> Alright, I'll help you. Nothing to lose but my life. My life is a chip in your pile! Ante up! Ante up! With Chris Catan! <laughs> this unwieldy looking ship really moves. Could it crash? I mean, it is flying in the sky. When things fall, they fall. When it's things fall, they fate. fall! It's all oh, yeah. a matter of fate. <laughs> Wait, no, now that's becoming my, my... Oh, shit. We can only let one really small character be. It's my favorite impression to do. And it's the worst sounding thing in the world. And it's the Paul McCartney impression. Are you sure that? <laughs> because, like, here's a taste of it. It's like, yeah, I'm too into Don The ship's right going to stick out like a The ship's going to stick out like a star film. Better land some distance away. <laughs> uh, that's pretty great. Rachel and I wrote an entire script. I'm sure I've told you about it around surrounding that becoming an epidemic that winds up taking over yeah. the world. All wait on board in case of an emergency. This looks crazy. So with Setzer charmed at our attempt to cheat him, yep. we're sailing in his airship like across the sea. Mm-hmm. This is like a, a cinematic shot of an airship flying towards like spotlights in the sky. It's yeah. like incredibly ominous. We're coming up on the movie premiere of Death. Right. The meta awesome thing about that whole opera sequence is that they're like, get ready for part two. And Mm -hmm. that's literally like the curtain closing on the end of the second act of the on the first. Well, it's really like the end of the first act of the game. Yeah. The second act, the whole it gets like much darker throughout. Yeah. You're 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 leaving like the light, like nice part of the game right now and like sailing into the blackness. The dark side. It's I mean, I don't want this. Like we always had the intention of like this won't be a podcast where we just gush about things we like but like this part of the game is so good it is that whole opera is about like the main character in it she doesn't want to go with this like evil prince she wants her old love Mm -hmm. but like she doesn't have a choice Mm -hmm. and then like the rest of the game as it unfolds mirrors that in a not exact way but like a a way that works it's just it's it's great if (laughs) you haven't played this game this part alone is worth it yeah like play to this part I think a lot of people (laughs) stop before here. They usually give up around the choose your own adventure. Or around that fucking clock. Yeah, god damn it. So we're just flying out over the ocean, headed straight for a giant pyramid that's coming up on the horizon. We gotta get to the, uh, the empire. Because even these people knew that the earth wasn't flat. (laughs) I saw an ad for a discovery show that was like, discovery crushes flat earth theory, and I was like, oh my god, really? Like, why do you feel the need to even do that? Like you're like we're gonna we're gonna put it to rest. <laughs> ah, 
a new town. We're in the Empire. Three, Three cheers, cheers for the, for the Empire. Empire. And they're all <laughs> like, what the fuck? This is Albrook, the occupied city. <laughs> okay. I'm gonna say. Okay. Do you want to explore this town and then... Or should we call it there? We that's should probably a, call it there. That's a pretty, like, definitive, we walk into the town and begin. Yeah. Um, like, that feels really good to me. Yeah. I, it's 12.13, but man, is gonna be how fucking amazing is that segment? It's so good. <laughs> it's so being at the opera, I, like, the whole being up in the balcony, the artwork of it. Like, we're now in an era of the Super Nintendo that's like, this is what the retro gamers are actually emulating. Yeah. Everything about this game is working. Mm-hmm. So, day two. And that's episode nine, and that's day two. Yeah, and that's the end of act one of the game. Yeah. You're also hearing us right now choose to go to bed at midnight. Can you believe that? Yeah. I mean, I think for me, part of it was like, I was so looking forward to this game that I was like, I don't want to hate this when I'm yeah. done with it. Like, <laughs> yeah. I want to savor this one. Yeah, let's make more <laughs> adult decisions. Mm -hmm. Like playing a video game from 10 a.m. To midnight. To midnight. Just to midnight. Not till three you or You know four. what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Go to bed, get six or seven hours of sleep. God, man. <laughs> Come right back at it. Yeah, but still. <laughs> I'm proud of us when I hear that. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Take the wins where you can get them. Oh, let's do the billboard segment this week. Oh, yeah. This week we got tickets to the opera. Yes. Let's go. <laughs> let's go see what we got going on. Mm -hmm. My God, this place is incredible. Yeah, wow. Walking up from the outside. I mean, it looks like this has got to be what, like a 10-story building? I know. This is like, oh, that's why the stage is so big. Yeah, that, I mean, yeah, they, they can fit a whole castle rampart on that stage. I believe it from here. And I mean, look at we're just on this, like, windswept plain by the sea. Yeah, the th you walk in and you just don't expect something so grand. God, and look at the line of carriages and people wearing masks ready for the orgy and masquerade afterwards. That's amazing <laughs> how many people are in ma orgy masks. But I do love, like, yeah, like, there's stretch wagons. Yeah. Like, I didn't, pulling I up didn't to the outside of this yeah. place. Yeah. All right, let's, let's go in. We got our tickets. All right, you're taking our tickets? Okay. Wow. Uh, these programs, these are thick. Wow, this, oh, it's full. It's full in here. It's full. It's full. Um, we, should, we should stay quiet, I guess, right? Like, if we find no, our seats. I think seats. we can talk quietly. Excuse me, excuse me. And no. uh, where, where is the billboard? Oh, look, look, they, they have it, the oh screen my. in front, in front of the curtain, there's a, a screen. Okay, so what we're seeing right now is like they've turned the theater into like a movie theater. Almost. Yeah, it's like and when you go to movie theaters and you get to watch all those car advertisements before you see the movie. Yeah, the, everybody's favorite part of the movie. Okay, so let's read this billboard. This is the coolest billboard by know, far. This is just like... Okay, the billboard reads, Do you like podcasts? Do you like listening to salty old bisexual women who dole out questionable advice and inevitably end up talking about Bioware games? Join Brandan, Claire, and Emogen as they negotiate the rocky road of mid-30s to early-40s geekdom. We're here, we're by, and there are three of us. Listen to Bye 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 at byebyebyecast.blog or wherever you get your podcasts. That's B-I-B-I-B-I-cast. That is awesome. Wow, that's some amazing ad copy that right there. That is so good. And... Yeah, I'm gonna have to check that yeah, out. Yeah, we have to listen if to the bye 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 cast. Yeah, so totally. three salty old bisexual people 
who are doling out questionable advice. That's today's billboard. If there's one thing I can never get enough of, it's questionable advice. Uh, now, do, does the opera start? Yeah, I think we should, okay, think we any should stick around this time. All right. God. Let's get the fuck oh, out of here. Tentacle juices. And that's uh, that's the billboard this week. If you guys would like a billboard, it can say whatever you want it to say. Just email nocappodcast at gmail.com with the subject line billboards. Mm-hmm. They're $50 a piece. And, and my God, that opera. Right? I mean, the East and the West. They met. Prince Rouse. I cried. I cried. I cried. I cried, too. Anyway, we have many beautiful locations yes. across the world. Of, Get in touch with us about Final them. Fantasy VI. So please rate and review us on iTunes mm-hmm. or Apple Podcasts, Player, whatever, however, because I assume people are not going to iTunes to rate. Right. I, it's weird to me that the podcast player is not called iTunes, right. but I don't know what they're doing over what there. What a bunch of nonsense. Rate we, don't, us we don't need there. to get into but that. Go in, go there, deal with that garbage, and rate us, please. Please. It makes a, a mm-hmm. big difference. Thank you to everybody who supports us out there on Patreon. Mm-hmm. Your support really means a lot. Yeah, it really makes a difference to us in our lives, and you know, we hope our show in some way might make a difference in your life. So yeah. thank you for uh, showing us that support. It's really, really and if special. you feel anything remotely like that and you care to, head on over to patreon.com slash nocat. That's N-O-C-K-A-T. You can get the episodes early and you can get the video version, which mm-hmm. is awesome. We're on Twitter. We're, We're on, on Twitter Facebook. at NoCat Podcasts. You, you know the deal. Yeah. You know. As you I know said, I think us. in season one, yeah. if you're on the internet you know and you want to find us, you can do it. Yeah. So do that. We love hearing from you. We do. We really do. And if you like t-shirts, we have those for sale. Head on over to noonecanknowaboutthis.com and click on the t-shirt link, or just go to etsy.com and search N-O-C-K-A-T. You should find it that way. Yeah, that way you don't have to listen while you're naked, I guess. That's that's the problem, is that nobody has shirts. I hear that's from why they so would come many to people. Us. They're coming to me and they're saying, I love your show. But whenever I listen, I feel like I have nothing to wear to the event, you know? (laughs) Well, now that's... Now you do. Now you do. (laughs) With that, here's a little taste of next week on No One Could Know About This. No, we end up not doing it anymore. No. You change it to Paul McCartney. No, it's somebody else becomes Paul McCartney. Well, from what I remember, at some point we don't do the Don Pardo that much. I have bad news for you, my friend. Are you sure? I'm like 99% sure that Don Pardo sticks around. And because I remember being like, when we went over it the first time, Mm -hmm. I was like, my God, I should have changed that voice. It wore so thin. I am 99% sure that when we end a day and come back, Don Pardo becomes less and less. I don't think so. Are you sh- I mean, I really feel like... I, like, like- kept hitting it harder as time went on. Oh. And, like, the Paul McCartney thing is... That's it. Um... Well, we'll find out. <laughs> we'll find out just how bearable all this shit is. Place your bets. Who's right? <laughs> Jeff or me? 